This is our prayer and hope that Emmanuel, God with us, will come again into our lives. First Baptist Church of Athens offers these daily devotions for your Advent preparation. Music is an integral part of this season. Music of all kinds, new and old, secular and sacred, stirs and inspires us. In these podcasts, you will hear about music which is special to our storytellers. May it also bring you joy and inspiration. The devotion includes a daily scripture taken from the traditional scriptures of prophecy and proclamation for the Advent and Christmas season. Today's scripture is Luke 1, 67-79 and is read by Owen Gurch. The devotion today is given by Gerald Wright. Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably on his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his child David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant us, that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness in his presence all of our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God. The dawn from on high will break upon us, to shine upon those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Some years ago, when our children were still in the home, I was teaching at the Baptist Seminary in Singapore. Singapore prides itself in maintaining a stable, pluralistic society where Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity, Islam, and several other religions coexist in a stable, religiously respectful environment. One of the ways they seek to protect this rather unique social structure is by curtailing the public display of activities deemed as proselytizing. It's not that religion isn't visible. It's on display everywhere, and especially around holidays. And holidays abound in Singapore. The major holidays of each prominent religion are respected and observed, as well as the national celebrations. But there are sanctions against behaviors considered offensive by the surrounding faith communities. It's a fine balance to maintain, and every religious community there tends to feel the pinch at times. So, while Christmas is on display for weeks across the island, 
It tends to be a rather secular retail extravaganza with more sleighs than mangers, more Christmas trees than angels. And in the public arena, at least, more holly jolly Christmas than silent night. Still, the reminders of the season are on display everywhere. Orchard Road, the most prominent commercial district, is a spectacular Christmas destination with breathtaking displays of lights and incredible building facades that encompass entire malls. Yet the sound of Christmas carols, or for that matter, any content that actually relates to the Christian faith, is hauntingly absent, or at least it was in those days. But secular Christmas fanfare was everywhere. My family and I were strolling through one of the grand shopping complexes one Christmas and could hear the sound of a large choir and orchestra in the plaza of the shopping mall, so we meandered in that direction and were quite surprised to find a very large visiting choir from the United States, merrily singing about Frosty the Snowman and winter sleigh rides. It all seemed to fit the environment seamlessly, until the choir completed one number and then launched into a marvelous arrangement of amazing grace. I was quite taken aback, partly because it was a Christian hymn, but also because it was not a Christmas carol. But I thought, maybe it should be. After all, the Christmas story is actually quite amazing. Mary was amazed by Gabriel's visit and stunning announcement. The shepherds were amazed in the fields by angels. And Christians throughout the centuries have been amazed by the significance those events hold for all of humanity. And what could be more graceful than the coming of the Christ child? A form of the New Testament word charis, which we translate as grace, means gift. And what could be more graceful than God's gift of himself to us? And what is more amazing than the glorious God of the universe approaching us in the lowliness of a peasant child who would grow up to be the peasant preacher who would bear our burdens come alongside us in our brokenness and pronounce his love and forgiveness over us in the agony of his death. There is no greater gift than the gift of oneself, and that is God's gift to us. While there's the constant danger that the meaning of Christmas will be swallowed up in commercialism, there's still something deeply meaningful about the connections between Christmas and giving. For me that day, amazing grace was indeed a sweet sound, as it was for John Newton, the 18th century English abolitionist and Anglican pastor who penned the hymn. He had once captained a slave ship and invested in the buying and selling of those Christ came to save, but his life was transformed by God's amazing grace so extravagantly displayed in the gift of God's Son. How sweet 
the sound, wrote Newton. And believers throughout history and around the world concur. Like the sweet sound of angel choirs that announced his birth, the Christmas story is the sweet sound of redeeming love, divine, self-emptying, and undying hope. Perhaps we could pause in this Christmas season to remember all the ways God's graciousness has touched our lives and ask ourselves, how can my life be a more graceful reflection of God's graciousness to me? Let's pray. Father, we are especially reminded in this holy season that your graciousness to us is beyond measure. It is amazing. May we draw out of your limitless resources to be more gracious to others. Amen. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to us.